0: This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at NerdyLegion.com. Enjoy the show. Chee chee You know why em love love 'em,
1: leave 'em, but I don't trust the need 'em. Take 'em out the hood, keep em looking
0: good. Nerdy Legion open bar.
1: Nerdy Legion open bar. We're Ronnie and DeWine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Safe yeah. place. We can talk to
1: how everyone talk. Yep,
0: yeah, we talk about whatever. But I figure we, tonight we'd pump on to C two E two because we're what a little under two weeks. Man,
1: are you excited?
0: Yeah, I'm excited, dude. I uh, can't
1: wait, man. Because like I'm an a virgin, so like I'm just gonna walk into it. Like, uh,
0: uh, what do what I do? Gonna, what yeah, do I do? That's what I was gonna <laughs> ask you. Is like because for me, you know, I've been to a couple cons, you know. At least once one a year, I try, maybe two, but like right. this con, I think for me, I'm more excited about hanging out with all y'all than actually like hitting up something, you know what I'm saying, or getting a commission or you know whatever.
1: It's funny you said that because I told my wife that tonight because I'm thinking about like what am I gonna do in the con like i okay, I know what i wanna I know what I wanna get, I know. Probably what I want to dig through the long boxes for, and, right. and and sketches and this this. But I'm so excited to meet y'all.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I want the kind of the fraternity brother, yeah, experience of
0: That's what,
1: who's snoring tonight, yeah. who kick, who's getting kicked out, and yeah. who forgot their bar tab. That's <laughs> oh, what I'm
2: damn. looking forward
0: to. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> getting kicked out, you mean like me and Martin harassing Rob Liefeld, right? Is that what you refer to? That's what to? I said.
1: That's what I said today, right? Yeah. On Slack, I mean, just get, just let me know when you're about to kick, get kicked out, and I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna say I got two seats ready at the bar. Yeah. Drinks already ordered. Right? Russ, <laughs> are you are you white Russian this year?
0: Uh, no, nope, no. Nope. Oh, okay. No. That was last year. <laughs> yeah, that was last year on accident. So it might happen again. I'm not saying it won't. You know the rule never say never, but never never say never, right? Yeah, (laughs) okay. Well, we might start on on some beer and then go to like Red Bull and vodka or something like that. But,
1: well, at least you'll have a seat. I'll at least (laughs) have a seat for everybody, and I will try to have plug ins because I can see getting kicked out from Rob (laughs) Lifefield to the bar is an instant podcast right there that's an instant recording
0: yep and we're gonna do that anyways
1: well i mean we gotta have like open bar though we have to do our own thing
0: yeah yeah we gotta have open bar at a bar
1: open bar at a bar at c2e2 my favorite city (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's go with that (laughs) let's go with that so to give everybody a uh, update tonight is my wife's birthday my lovely wife sophia she is twenty-one something plus something. <laughs> we'll just go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh I had a baseball game today and uh me and my uh brothers in the collecting Valiant podcast were supposed to podcast tonight and uh my wife let me know in her own certain ways that uh that wasn't gonna happen tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I did the right thing and took her out <laughs> for a nice, lovely dinner. And then my man, Ronnie, came through yeah. late at night and said, let's do open bar. Yeah. So this is open bar episode two. That's right. Without the bathroom, right? That's right.
0: And there I'm, you go. And definitely. I'm drinking Jack and Coke in my little Batman cup here. I don't know if you can see. It really?
1: Yeah. Uh, how do I find it? Let me. Move my stuff around here. There we are. See the Batman? Uh to the man. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. So C2E2, right? Yep. So we're like kids in the candy store about what, two weeks away?
0: Yep. I think so. I was getting ready to look that up. So what's on your hit list? Play a player.
1: <laughs> look, I have no idea. I'm just showing up. You just show up. With you, I, Y'all got to tell me what to do. I'm going to bring a bunch of sketch covers of a bunch of books that I got collected.
0: Right. 15 hour or fifteen days and 11 hours, it says. So a little over two weeks.
1: So who are we seeing? Let's. So who's the main? You know value is going to be there, so we got to go to the panels. Mm-hmm. But we're going to skip to the one panel, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: we're going to skip that one.
1: Right, okay.
0: Because we got to go to the bar.
1: And we had the bar locked down, right? Yep. Cause Justin got, Justin, Justin
0: has got, five tickets. You got tickets. And I got five. And then Adam bought his and Martin's, I think, or him and Martin got tickets. So, yeah, we're good. We're covered everywhere. So, as long as we show up, we're good. Yep. And now the reason so from, for the listener, okay. for the listeners, mm-hmm. we're not mm-hmm. just skipping a Valiant panel just to go to the bar. There's a reason why, right? Because, yeah. Because the E X O beers is going to be there, and the bar is actually like five miles away, mm-hmm. and the doors open at seven. The panels from mm-hmm. five thirty to six thirty, so we can't go five miles in Uber. We're not making that so.
1: because and two from a collective bias standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. There's seventy five. It's not books, right? It's flat flats. Yeah. The flats. Seventy five flats are being given out to the first seventy five people Valiant fans, it, yeah. people that show up. Right. So hopefully tickets that we have, that Justin has, that Martin has and everybody else, we can hopefully get those mm-hmm. as collectors, right?
0: Right, yeah. Cause but, the way Martin described it to me, it was the uh, the covers. Of what gets like the what goes through the printing press to print the covers.
1: Kind of like uh, the the shop I get my books from in Arizona, Samurai Comics sent me the books from Armor Hunters, I think, just like that.
0: Okay. Yeah, we need those. Yeah, we we, need those as collectors. Yeah, we definitely need those. Because then we got, yeah, we need the, then we also got the Exo Beer. So who knows how limited that'll be.
1: So this is the point. Like so Jim from Collecting Valiant, he has the beer from last year on the show.
0: From the DNA and A. So yeah. they
1: probably have it on tap, but the bottle beers has to be something we could take home as a collector, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or at least the bottles. 'Cause I don't But know. you have to have it. Even even if it's still you gotta bring
1: it home as a collecting piece.
0: Okay. Well, that's the plan. But if we get there at yeah. six thirty <laughs> And we leave at 1 o'clock at last call. We got to remember that. But you have like the uh, Archer. You have the Archer satchel though. Well, yeah. Yeah, I do have that.
1: So we get, we, we may be able to like stuff towels from the hotel in there. <laughs> We're we going to figure it, we gonna figure it well, out. We'll figure it out, we sure. will, yeah. we'll figure it out for sure. We'll figure it out.
0: Yeah. I will just have to <laughs> re- listen to this when it comes out, so we remember what our plan was.
1: So we got uh, that.
0: Mean, what else is on the hit list then? Anything specific okay, so, that you wanted to do? I mean, I know you're converging. Yeah, yeah,
1: but yeah, I want to I want to get there and just experience it at first, right? Like mm-hmm. no no con crud. I just want to get there. Kind of follow your guys, lead, get my sketches, dig into crates. I really want to dig into crates. I want to like engross myself in the whole process and
0: dumpster dive fine,
1: yeah, dumpster dive and just you know put my hoodie on and my gloves and my <laughs> timbos and just get in there and
2: just
1: come up with dust and fur balls on my nose and eyebrows i was here i was at c2e2 and you can't tell me nothing i don't want to be prissy like oh i can't do that oh he was he didn't want to help me or she didn't want (laughs) to draw no no i want to be there i want to be engrossed because that's the type of guy i am and then after that wears off on me I'm taking reservations at the bar, and y'all can be me there. <laughs> All right. I'll be, be the designated driver. Just saying, hey guys, uh, we, where are we going tonight? Okay, cool. Boom. Yep, we're there. Uh, we, we're covered. Yeah, yeah, we're there. You don't have to worry about nothing. We're there. Because I know. Uh, so probably like the, I'm a first day. I'm a first day. I'm gonna just go crazy, and after that, we're cool.
0: When um uh, when are you planning on getting into chi Town? Have you figured that out? Uh,
1: yeah, the wife got my tickets and I think I'm coming in there early Friday. Okay. And leaving uh Sunday. Yep. Leaving yep. Sunday early.
0: You're gonna leave Sunday early? Yeah.
1: Okay. So Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cause I know that there's That's uh, what I do, so I know there's a, a valiant panel like two on Sunday. But how how many hours is it for you?
1: Well, it's probably six if I drove, but I'm flying out.
0: Oh, you're flying
1: uh, through okay. Midway. Okay. Yeah, oh, I, I'm in and out. I gotta get in and out and I got gotcha. go to work or whatnot. Yeah, but
0: yeah, because it's about five so, and a half, six hours for me too. So I'm driving. You driving? Yeah. You driving up? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah,
1: but it's not bad. Five, five and a half isn't bad. No, it mean, ain't bad. I, you know, I figured like there was one year. When Sophie and I got, uh, with dating, we went down to New Orleans when Cincinnati played Florida
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the Sugar Bowl. And that was a legitimate, like, 12, 13 hours. And I was like, nah, I can't do that. Yeah. No more.
0: Every other So six
1: year. is easy. You, like, you can eat up six with yeah. the right food, the right music, the right company. You can eat that up.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. every other year we go to Florida. So that's. <laughs> 12 13 hours for us so six ain't gonna be now, nothing you, you
1: did that last year
0: yeah you did that last year right yeah we go every other summer so like this year we won't go you were a monster
1: <laughs> yeah you were a monster man like i remember you uh we on slack talking about
0: that mm-hmm. we uh because pod- you
1: podcasted from the balcony
0: yep. right from the balcony drinking beer yep Show did uh Classic. Classic. <laughs> See was... so okay, so did you
1: did you listen to Keith's ramps yeah. <laughs> uh rap on DC News?
2: Uh-huh.
1: So was was he talking about rats or ramps?
0: Or what was he talking about on his pizza? Uh ramps, I thought. But I could be wrong. But I, I was trying to figure that out, out ramps? I don't know. I don't know. But who knows?
1: <laughs> so I got his colors, his colors, his rap like he was like colors, colors, <laughs> colors, <laughs> but with the raps, I just I couldn't get it. I can It It just let the people know. Keith is not a dumb guy. Like Keep is a very like he 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 is a what would you call it? like a right brain person. He, he
2: yeah yeah like yeah. he's
1: very artistic and he's. He can, like, spatially think about things. Yeah, yeah. And when he drinks, but the ramps, I, didn't get, I followed him on all of his drunken, his drunken ramps. I but the ramps, I can't get, I can't get, I just can't get, uh, I then, can't, get.
0: but it's funny. Yeah, see, and then you got Daryl there to ring in, right? So let me get my Daryl voice on and be like, yo, Keith, what you doing? Okay. <laughs> just to be like.
1: And they, they egged that poor man on. They egg <laughs> him on so much. Yeah, They egg him on. He said, because the one episode, Keith said, they were talking about the Vikings. And Keith said, he basically tried to say his great, 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 whatever parents were. He was a descendant from the Vikings. <laughs> but he said, like, my great grandfather came from Denmark. <laughs> It was a trolley driver. Yeah. like, your great-grandfather came from the Vikings <laughs> to be a trolley driver? Oh, God bless you, Keith. God bless you, Keith. Yeah,
0: that's great stuff, dude. <laughs> so, for right, all of our right, listeners that right. listen to us right now, if, you're, if you don't listen to DC noise, something's wrong with you. You need to plug that in. Uh, with earbuds, uh, if you work. Oh, the stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. You got
1: to listen to earbuds. Yeah. <laughs> Or you'll be fired, right? (laughs) (laughs) You can listen to it's like deaf comedy jam. Yeah, (laughs) like you need to listen to that (laughs) at night with the family.
0: You want to talk DC?
1: I don't know a lot about DC, but I want to talk
0: Deathstroke. Oh, you want to talk Deathstroke? Deathstroke.
1: Okay. From your rebirth to Glee, I was listening to Deathstroke. Not listening, but I I said I'm going to read it. Pulled it up, and it's a it's a tough read. It's a tough read, but it's more of like uh, when you go to school and you have to learn algebra. <laughs> remember, it's tough. It's complex. Because you don't know the language. Yeah. 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 Or like computers. Like you're a computer guy. Mm-hmm. Like when you start doing computers, it's like it's tough. But then it becomes a beautiful language. And that's kind of how Priest's writing is, right? Yeah. He tells you a little story, and then he switches here, and then he switches here, and then he brings it back here, and it pisses you off because you used to be spoon-fed right. your stories right. in comics, right? Mm-hmm. They, used to, they just spoon-feed it to you to make it the lowest common denominator, but then there's an the art to it, right? Yep. So once you get used to the art to it, it's like, okay— and then, but then the kicker to me was so now let me evaluate the art and the story. So is the art good? That's okay. It's not bad, and it's not average. It's better than average. For I think I'm in issue ten okay. to thirteen something. So it's not it's not bad. But now I'm getting into the story. Right. So it's not like you know like. Maybe some of the other comics will say the the first arc is dry, the second arc is better. Like Divinity, right? You know, Divinity is here, 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 and it gets better. Where it's choppy with Priest's story. So, long story short, I'm getting into it. I kind of like it, and I know nothing about Deathstroke, nothing, right, dude. So I see the girl, Deathstroke, and I see Batman, and I see this, this, and this. So I'm all. Open the ears, so I can't pass judgment on it. Other than it's a choppy story.
0: So is it starting to get cohesive, like in the timeline now, or is it still going back and forth, back and forth?
1: Cohesive, it's getting cohesive. I think I need to read more, but it's getting cohesive. Yeah. It's not to where, like, when I hear rebirthically, where Aaron is like, "I'm just dropping the butch.
0: Right, right, right.
1: I'm not dropping the book. I, I, I'm still listening to it. It's good, but but I think what's frustrating is it reminds me so much of Quantum and Woody, right. like because of the art. It's mm-hmm. one thing with the storytelling, and the storytelling can be the same, but it almost seems like the art is the same. Okay. And Quantum and Woody was hard for me to read. Yeah, it was just I just hard that. because it was like a '90s comic, and it was ninety ish and that was hard to read. So I, I kind of took that same bias into reading Deathstroke and I'm like, uh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But I I am doing it and I like it. Um, But the, it's just the choppiness. I wish it was more free-flowing. But then I look at it from a, maybe an academic standpoint. It's like, just be open to it.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like... Just see how it goes. Kind of like mm-hmm. a... Like Lost, the TV show, you know, because it had so many Uh flashbacks or whatever instead of the Uh. actual present story, I would say. I don't know if you've seen Lost or not, but like, or Arrow, I guess, as to where like each flashback matters, but then you don't know, Uh sometimes you don't know when's a flashback and what's happening now. At least I didn't, like the Uh first time I jumped into Deathstroke, but. Yeah, that I love that book. That book's pretty amazing. Which, obviously, you know, if you listen to the podcast about it.
1: Well, yeah, like you always, you like you're like an Aquaman, Deathstroke guy, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Those are your two books. Yeah, and yeah. and Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah. So, you took, so,
1: took so a, I haven't read Aquaman.
0: It's more of a political type book. Yeah.
1: Oh, this I want to say, Immortal Brothers. By the time, by the time this comes out, if it ever comes out, what do you think <laughs>
0: about that? Uh, I'm excited about it that comes out next week yeah right Uh,
1: yeah gotcha so we'll have to talk about that in the future yeah yeah you already read it but
0: yeah (laughs) Uh, all right have you read it yeah but i don't think we should talk about though but i liked it we should just not talk about it
1: because we'll spoil
0: it yeah probably yeah good book it's Fred it, again. I don't think it's not it,
1: it's not it's not a, it's not a, a universe shifting book. No, but it's a good book in the way that the story is told. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say. Yeah, the way the story is told is good. It, it, and if you take the way the story is told, you'll be fine.
0: Yep. You'll like it. Yeah, I can't wait you'll to like hear people shit on it because, you know, they're going to you. Right.
1: Because it's not a uh, universe shifting book. It's not like. Peter Stancheck got killed or Harada shifted here. It's its own story, Mm -hmm. but it's not a bad story. It's a cool story. It's almost like you being in the eighth grade and somebody gave a teacher gave you the book and said, read this book. And it's like a 12th grade book. Yeah. Right. When you read and you read it, you're like, this is a good book. It didn't have. It has nothing to do with what you learned in the seventh grade. It has nothing to do with what you're gonna learn in the tenth grade. But it's a good story.
0: Yeah, and I like that about it. And I think when you like your analogy, like when you get mm-hmm. to the twelfth grade, mm-hmm. and you read it again, you'll have a different appreciation for it than when you did when you read it the first time when you were younger. Does that make sense?
2: Oh, uh,
1: because I think what you're saying is. It'll have a tie-in somewhere.
0: Yeah, right, right. So as you,
1: so as you progress with your education, yep, you'll say, oh, oh
2: yeah,
0: right, exactly.
1: Oh, let me pull this book off the shelf because it, yeah. yeah, because we know that Valiant doesn't just put out random books.
0: They don't. Yeah.
1: and I'll say that <laughs> even Deadshot, dead drop. You mean? Wow, we missed it. Yeah, dead drop. You said Deadshot. Oh, I'm sorry, but you know what I mean, like dead drop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what if what if Dead Drop is like a pivotal book? It's oh a man, it's, that would piss some people reach, off, right? wouldn't it? Which I but from a collector's market. So look at it from my perspective. So me, Justin, and Jim. So what if what if that was like a pivotal arc in the divine universe? Which it probably is not, right? So we yeah, we have right. Book of Death. Like so, Book of Death is really what they're giving us to say. That that that's like your linchpin. That that everything shoots off of that right. that book. And uh, if De- if Dead Drop has some significance to it, then it's great. But I I I really think that they're just cutting their ties with Dead Drop, and it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still want the backstory from it. I want the backstory. It you know I, you can't. Tell me that Valiant just put out a book that was supposedly that garbage, (laughs) and it meant nothing to the Valiant universe. I
0: don't know. It It has
1: to mean something.
0: uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was supposed to, and then that's, like, when they called Audible and, like, oh, well... Because it's not just... Because, you know, like, on the VCP, when they had everybody on there, and they were talking Mm -hmm. about, like our group doesn't like faith or our group doesn't like whatever right insert title here Mm -hmm. but then you know the people that we don't get to talk to you know Mm faith selling like gangbusters or title x is selling like gangbusters and and everybody's loving it so Mm -hmm. like maybe dead drop is loved somewhere you know what i'm saying and to where like everybody that we're talking about doesn't like it, like hardly at all. You know, that's like the dud in our in our group or but our circle. It,
1: but how does it tie in, Ronnie? That's my whole thing. How mm-hmm. like the and has been so good about tying their stories in, even if they're not, even if they don't sell, right? Mm-hmm. The stories tie in mm-hmm. to me as a new guy. I'm a new guy how does that story tie into everything because it was such a random story right it It was
2: was,
1: it was just a virus here and then you have all these Valiant characters and I I can understand Valiant High Valiant High is totally off of here and they're explaining the Valiant universe in a youthful setting right right but dead drop was presented dead drop was presented as here and now right yeah like this is happening here and now yeah and then you have characters that have it who was the the one guy that died and kind of came back the vcr kind of uh what was his name what was the one character's name uh, there, there was one one character into it at the end. He wasn't a VHS guy or Betamax. Uh, Betamax, Betamax. Good job, Betamax. Yeah. So Betamax, he was kind of like a focal point of it. Where does he play into this, and how does he fit into the rest of the universe? Are they really was was that whole series and book just a spur? That we're just going to let alone and not do something.
0: I want to know, where was that spur supposed to
1: lead to? Right. Because it had to lead into something.
0: Right. Well, what about the girl that had the virus at the beginning, right? Right. Maybe, exactly. Maybe she's somebody important that we haven't seen yet down the line.
2: Right. Right.
1: But, but yeah. And my thing is, you, you would think... All of this is gonna come into play in the Harbinger Wars too, right? This is like the yeah. common essence into everything. They're they're packing everything into here. Like really trying to pack everything into here to where they're gonna put books on hold and shift things around here.
2: Right.
1: And hopefully we can get a Britannia and where Exo is at, all pumped into the to this Harbinger War too. Uh where is this dead job story gonna leave? Are they you're well, really going to just leave it out there to just
0: sit. Yeah? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't it'll think you'll let
1: it out there to sit.
0: I think it'll come yeah. back somehow. Yeah. Even right. That's my whole point. Yeah. What about eternity? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh I guess feelings about that. Um you know I read the book of Death's... Probably once a month, and just try to tie things in right. that are going on because I think that's the rise zero. Even though there are people that will say, "Follow Harbinger is not accurate," and mm-hmm. this isn't this. this. I, I I think my my personal process, is, my thought process is that Book of Death is like the rise zero,
2: right?
1: Um, and. When I look into eternity, and you see the, the what was it the uh, the council? It was in the fall of Harbinger. It was the the divinity. Uh, what was the word? Yeah, I know. Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Or the divinity. Yeah, yeah. So divinity plays a, a role into this, and for him to have like kind of this passive, this continual passive. Uh, stance on things in life means something because if if Miska and, and what's his name, Kaiser or Cashmere, Kashmir. if supposedly if Kashmir's is going to go out and explore the universe and Miska is kind of this scorn women,
0: <laughs> careful. We night.
1: don't know what Miska is, right? right like, yeah. not you're not, yeah, not scorn women, like. She obviously was manipulated right. at some point. So what is she now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like what is she now? We don't we don't know. Like is she an empty shell or the, the, what does she have in her at this point? Right. So um, for the book of death to say we're going to do the divinity ultimatum uh, makes it seem that Abram will take control of everything at some point and just take this passive stance and why would he take a passive stance so you you kind of we kind of take him as solar right? Right, right kind of like a solar type of character with like great power mm-hmm. like godlike power right so if he takes a godlike power and he's just like i'm gonna just sit back and pick daisies because i know how this is all going to turn out mm-hmm. and everybody else is fighting this world like peter and harada is fighting this world and whatever is sucking on harada's brains I think those are the side lords. I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> those things that were sucking on Harada's brain, those are the Psylords. And if if that's Cashmere's group, yeah. I don't know how it ties in, but they were sucking on his brains.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Um, what do I think about Eternity? Yeah. Uh, I. I Gave you my whole crazy theory-esque thing. how Because it, mm-hmm. it's all going to tie in somehow, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because Exo's off-world. Right? And we saw this mm-hmm. uh, broken-down Sylord ship when he, you know, that there's hints of there. Kashmir's off in the cosmic stuff already. So mm-hmm. for me to... Let me ask you this question though. Like you when you read Divinity mm-hmm. 3 number 4, right? The last issue of the last Divinity. And and Abrams was like, "Cashmere, mm-hmm. why are you doing this when there's the whole universe out there?" Right? And then Cashmere mm-hmm. was like, "Oh yes, there is." And then poof, he was gone. So, was Cashmere like at peace then? Or was he like Evil plan in the back of his head, like, oh yeah, why am I wasting it here on Earth when there's all this to conquer out there? How did you, how did you perceive it? Straight evil plan, because the way that he,
1: well, Mishka absorbed him to get back to Earth, right? Mm-hmm. So he's pissed. He's like, you, you left me out here to dry. Mm-hmm. Like you took me down. So he has a chip on his shoulder, and you'll never get. He'll never lose that period point Point blade. That is like his MO. So it, it almost makes it seem like he was so focused on getting her back and Abram back that he never thought about his ability to conquer the universe. Right. So now when Abram opened his mind to that, he's like, yeah, why am I focused on getting revenge? Mm hmm. I see it as a whole revenge thing. Why am I so trying to be revenge and limiting myself to Russia to where I can do bigger and bigger things? Which is, I think, Sylors. Right. Whatever Sylors is, it couldn't be the. It may not be the sushi brain eating <laughs> pieces or whatever it is. Right. But he, I think, he will start the Sylors, and it, and it makes sense because you got Abram. Even though you don't agree with his passive mentality, he is who he is. Miska is scorned. She's kind of like in a soup. She's on the she fence. She finds herself. Yeah, she, yeah, she's just in and out. Right. And then this guy is trying to find himself, and I see him, and I don't know enough about Thanos, but I can see him as a Thanos. Yes, yeah, Ass-kicking... Exactly just I'm going to just bust ass mm-hmm. because I'm pissed right and I have no I have no equal other than the people I hate right yep. to calm me down mm-hmm. like those are the only people that can say hey guy calm down you know I feel your pain they're going to be his enemies so they he can never get his therapy so he's always going to be brutal yeah just brutal 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 and and i think Valiant setting setting him up to be brutal yep
0: yeah. period and see um if you notice when abrams tells him that and he agrees mm-hmm. with him his voice bubble still stays the same and stays evil like when he's talking you know what i'm saying like before mm. like when he was talking to mishka before
2: mm-hmm. and, and
0: she was mad and scorned her voice bubble ...was one way, but then when she was calm and turning towards Abram's side, then mm. it was a different way. But but after he said yes or whatever, it was still that violent purple bubble. Yeah. So I think He's- he went out to the universe, which I think, the me, I think the Psy Lords are an alien race planet, kind of like the Green Lanterns, that will police the cosmos. Okay. And he will be a big bad out there. That there for like maybe their miniseries or whatever, if it comes out. And maybe then they crash on Gore because we already know that they've been on Gore, right? And that mm-hmm. Exo's planet or the planet he's on, right? And then maybe Xo teams up with them, and then. Somehow they go back down to Earth where Abrams comes out, you know, and then boom, we're at Harbinger Wars 2, and it all mm. accumulates like that.
1: So you're saying, A- oh, wow, Exo would, would team up? With, with the,
0: Cause I'm wow. the 'Cause saying Because I'm saying the Psy Lords already exist, because their ships crashed right there on issue number one of, of the new exo yeah. right and, but, but and, so and the, the city the and stuff go ahead and the city and stuff's Sorry. already built around it so mm, um, they look yeah. at them like gods or you know i i don't know about gods but maybe heroes because you know how like sports stadiums have like statues of mm. sports figures out you know
1: but look at it like this in the Book of Death, too. hmm And I'm a big Book of Death guy. Right. Everybody knows You're gonna this. You're
0: going to make me read this this week. You know that.
1: Blood, right? bloodshot, bloodshot was taken in as a god by those. what I think of those same people. Mm-hmm. If you look in the Book of Death, and they kind of, they picked him up in the ship, brought him there. He served his purpose as their god. Mm-hmm just like Exo did. Mm-hmm. And they shunned him away. And then he was led to die next to a dog and a kid with his same name, which we see in Bloodshot Zero, which could be a descendant
2: mm-hmm.
1: of his own lineage. Right? right? Yeah. And he always said, I never." I always thought I'd die alone. And then he dies next to probably his great, 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 great grandkid. Right. Yeah. So uh I can see the silos being very manipulative,
0: very so choosy. You, so you you don't think they're heroes at all?
1: I think they're opportunistic.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. What about this remember War Mother, right? I love War Mother. I love War Mother. What about the blue people on Exo's Planet? What if they're the ones that War Mother's with?
1: Oh, they're the same. They're
0: the same, dude. Yeah.
1: Same, same race, same there? artist, same artist, same race. Yeah, done,
0: they can't trick us. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. They don't have 60 titles that where they the Same people, same yeah. artist, same people. Yeah, we just trying to figure out how it ties together.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So somehow you're gonna have to get them back from the cosmos back to Earth. Yeah. But
1: we don't have a timestamp. We don't have no, a timestamp time stamp, time stamp from War Mother and Exo. So it's yeah. like, Exo 50 was boom. And then Exo, he had all this vast knowledge of the whole cosmos, right? Mm-hmm. And then he ends up here. Mm-hmm. So this is my thing. What makes a person that achieves basically universal enlightenment, which he had, right? right. He achieved He achieved universal enlightenment to go back and be a peasant farmer. And that goes back to like biblical terms that meek shall inherit the earth. Like, I just want to be, I know so much about the good and bad about the universe. I just want to be a peasant farmer. Right. With my nub and my sickle and my woman with a tail. You know, for him to be meek in that sense, to say. You know, and then be called back to a warrior, to a king, da 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 that they're going to do, and then a silo, is, it's just, it's just a, well, it's and, just a huge
0: mix. And also, him and Shah- Shahara isn't on good terms, right? Cause yeah, la- what happened with that? The last time we saw them, they were pretty much not one and the same, but, you know, good with each other, and then here, you know, there's that one panel where he takes that hammer and chips off a piece of the armor and she's like I, if you would have asked I would have just gave it to you so there's got to be something with him on the inside that he, like there's no hope anymore or he's tired of fighting or something that makes him hard hardened yeah. on the inside this is my whole thing so it's obviously something there where there's a
1: rift there's a rift there mm-hmm. do you think when he was enlightened by what was the what was the group of guys from the torment?
0: The torment. The torment.
1: Yep. When the torment came and gave him basically like universal enlightenment, that he saw what Shanhara's in game was. Right, like this yeah. is how the XL armor operates. Not so much as personal, but this is how the XL armor operates, and he was just like, "No, I'm a Viskoff." warrior. Mm -hmm. I am me. Like, this is... I can fight my own battles, even though I respect what you've done. This is me. I'll I'll live and die as a Visco warrior. And he got to a point where he obviously said, I can't fight this battle alone, to where he still had that I'm a Viscoff. to where I'm not going to humble myself and ask you to... Give yourself to me. I'm going to cut it
2: off of you.
0: Yeah. It's like more I'm like. Gonna... And then like when he comes back. To get her. To take her into war with him. Yeah. It's more like. it's You're not my friend. Or my peace person. You're just a weapon to me now. Type of thing. It's that cold hard. Truth for him. You know. Mm-hmm. So something had to happen. And then we get the fall of Exo. Right. To where he becomes. The, mm-hmm his own suit mm-hmm. so like there's tons of story in there tons of juicy spongy story in there that's still not explained that makes this awesome
1: so, you, so you're saying so this is my whole point from XO50 to now he basically saw what Shanhor Shanhor was about like she's basically going to encompass him
0: maybe yeah
1: she sees that she's going to encompass him into the armor mhm-. And it's not going to be symbiotic. It's going to be like, maybe I'm wrong, so I probably shouldn't say it. But like, kind of more like a Gandhi or Buddhist religion, where you where you pass on after you die, mm-hmm. and, and and maybe, you know, he rejects that and he's fighting that in the new EXO. Right.
0: Well,
1: right. So he's
2: go ahead. No, he's I was just, just
0: saying like, um, the way I interpret it is more like. Because like with the uh, Armor hunter, right, they mm-hmm. wanted to stop it because it was evil because it knocks out all races, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So to me it's like Venom in the Marvel Universe where it's a living symbiote type thing and it encompasses the host all the time. And then the more you wear it, the more or the less control you have over it type of thing. So maybe... He sees that that he was losing control of his self and yeah. and that's the grudge that he has against her going in there.
1: But is is, is Shanhara maybe a uh, an anomaly of the armor? Like maybe she's maybe she's saying like I know how the my creature armors take hold of everybody else right you know we could we could see it It, and we see it in armor hunters they had flat armors Mm -hmm. and bird armors and and maybe shonhar is like it doesn't have to be like this right right so maybe 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 she found like that perfect mix of the warrior that's a sympathetic warrior and she's a sympathetic armor and that's maybe why they found it together right right Because, in other words, they would have never bound it because they're two rogues in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. They're two rogue
2: people, mm-hmm.
1: and they bond together. And that's their frailty.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But yet that's their power. That That's mm-hmm. their connection. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of puts a riffle. So then you have armor hunters, and then you have um, exo, you know, Eric trying to fight him, mm-hmm. fight that because he knows it's not right for him. It's not right for the armor, but the armor is what it is. The warrior is what he is, and yet they have a symbiotic relationship at that point. Yep. So it's very, it's very like what they, what do they say on DC? Yours, it's DC noise. It's the human nature.
0: Yeah, the human, it's na- the
1: human nature.
0: Yeah, right, <laughs> right.
1: <sighs> so that's kind of... It's interesting when you think about it like that.
0: Yeah. It's pretty deep. I mean, it's only yeah. issue one, right? And there's still a lot of questions about it. Yeah. That's unanswered. A lot of threads that can be pulled and tugged and see where it goes. But he's going to fight, though. No, oh, it, yeah.
1: It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what his fireside chat feelings are. Mm-hmm. He's going to fight. He's going to kick ass. And he's going to incorporate the armor with it. If she's going to protect him. And the thing is, who the hell is Shanhara? who is she right. That's the whole story yeah. like that's the backstory we don't understand why did she couple with him
2: right right
1: because we got all these other armors out there that couple with great warriors that this and that Shanhara coupled with him to where he has a daughter that we eventually know that. Eric were coupled with her when he becomes an armor, and this, this, and this. Why? That's the backstory that Valiant is telling us.
0: Yeah, right. And, and we can understand why. Arik's armor goes with Juka, right? Because that's his daughter. Right? So, mm-hmm. so even though he's uh, passed on, he can still use... That's like symbolic for him protecting her, even though he's right. dead, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but... Yeah, why is Shanhara so attached to... Because she could have moved on I mean, like Livewire wore it once, right? Yeah. So I mean she can move to a different host a couple of times.
1: But Shanhara is a uh English kind of name mm-hmm. and maybe some people will can tell us about that, but is this kinda like a family tree type of name? Right you know, Sean is this like really on his lineage right? to where she bonded with him because you have these different armors that bond with different people, but she bonds with him specifically. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother backstory to where she's just like, I won't bond with the, you know, these people, these people, these warriors, but I'll bond with my people. So is it a family tree thing? Right. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a great story. Like, is it a family tree thing?
0: Like, is she interesting? Well, if mm. Valiant doesn't do it, then we got to find an artist and just... We'll feed our ideas and they can throw it on paper.
1: Oh, me and Garrett, will do stick figures and we'll draw them together. <laughs>
0: we'll just... <laughs> you gotta, you got to have <laughs> Moon Girl and Squirrel Girl in there, though.
1: Yeah, what's, what's going on with the Moon Girl and Squirrel Girl beef? Like, I know he's a youngin'. <laughs> <laughs> you pick on him so bad. <laughs>
0: I don't pick on him.
1: What's going on with the moon? You gotta go to C two E two and get him a moon girl sketch. You have to get him. You gotta get him a moon girl sketch, or he he might be crushed.
0: He might be. Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna have it's our like, pa- our Paul buttons, right?
1: I wanna I wanna cut out.
0: You wanna stand D?
1: I wanna stand D, Paul. Like. How tall is Paul? Like 5'7", 52
0: 5'7"? I'd say 5'. I don't know. I don't know.
1: We need to find out how tall Paul is. Have a Paul. Because Paul's a good dude now. Yeah. You know, I love Paul. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I am ai love Paul. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> but we need to have a Paul. It's just put him at the bar. We're going to get him a white wrestler.
0: It'll be there all night. It'd be like weekend Paul, at Bernie's, only it'd be weekend with Paul, right?
1: Man, if we take him in Uber, <laughs> we got... <laughs> Ronnie. we got problems. <laughs> we got problems. <laughs> we got problems. This is. But Paul has to be there. So, okay, uh, we at least have to have buttons. Yeah. Right? And we got to get him a book or two. We got to... Cause the the goal was to at least have him there. We were all going to chip in to get him there. Right. Schedules didn't work out, and then we had the super top secret project.
0: And that's I, not I, secret I, no more. So now we got to work on another t- super t- top secret project, right?
1: And that's exciting. <laughs> Listen, I'm game with that.
0: Big shout out to Justin for doing that stuff.
1: Yep. That was good stuff. Yeah.
0: Everybody in our slack group
1: you know what's crazy about our little uh collecting value group for some reason we will not record without the three of us
0: yeah that's cool though there's
1: yeah it's kind of crazy though because there's been times even tonight i was like i gotta go out to wife record i'll jump in they're like no we're not recording without the three of us and i was that guy like a couple of weeks ago i was like if jim can't be there we're not doing it If mean, yeah. <laughs> justin's not doing it there it's like damn, we're like the band of brothers <laughs> yeah. like you know <laughs> and it's weird because you just want them to podcast because people on twitter are like when's the next episode coming out? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, just wait a little longer you know
1: yeah my buddies i appreciate them and uh i think what we're going to do is do like a double double recording okay we we because there's so much i mean we haven't talked about x01 10500 to the new stuff right so yeah, yeah we're going to go there so gonna go when,
0: when you read book of death mm-hmm. are you reading the $500 hardback or are you,
2: reading? you want me to tell you?
0: <laughs>
1: or are you, you want me tell you a story? You want me to tell you a story? My man Travis Williams, I think his name is Travis Williams. Hit me up on Twitter, and he said he's in New York. Mm-hmm. He he shot me a picture and said, "Boom, do you need any of these hardcovers?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> I need that and that." He was like, "I get it to you at cost." He said, "I gotta go. I gotta go to WonderCon this weekend, so you might not get it this week or next week." but I'll send it to you at cost plus shipping. He had book of death sealed. Damn. I'm like, yeah. So you know what I'm going to do with Travis Williams? Whatever value gives us at C2E2, he gets the, I have some things now that I can send him now, but any super thing special, I'll send it to him. And and that was our whole point. If you listen to our first episode, we talked about the community, you know, lovey dovey, hugs and kisses, but it, it, it just, it does go to show that uh, you know we're a big community but we're a small community and that uh, we look after each other because he could at least, he could have easily said I'll send this to you for hundred and fifty
0: bucks. Yeah, right, right, yeah. And, and you would contemplate as He's a in compl- New York collect- He's in New York, yeah. Aaron's in Jersey was- and that dude don't send me nothing. You need to reevaluate your situation. <laughs> I know. I need to find a new podcast wife, I think that's what i'm
1: saying you gotta tell him he gotta pay like you wait he gotta, he gotta, he gotta, he gotta. hey man this is my thing ronnie if it's a book you want and i see it at the store for price i'm sending it to you just like travis did right because right? yeah. i ain't gonna make i don't have to make no money i mean and i'm a collector in a sense right a newbie collector but if I could help somebody, my friends out, yeah. I'm gonna send it to you. Yeah, right. I don't care.
0: Yeah. It, it just it's like we were saying doesn't... on the on the Slack in our little special conversation. You know, if we mm-hmm. all go to those three panels minus the one, yeah, right. And get an XO gold. Mhm. What, what am I gonna do with it? You know what I'm saying? Why am I gonna need three of them? I'll give it to somebody. You know, like Sparkman or, you know, whoever. Whatever. JC. You yeah. You know? Boom.
1: Let it be done. Sp- Sparkman is the producer extraordinaire. Yeah. He yeah. needs everything. He's the producer, player, player. Player, player. And nobody knows where he lives. Let me tell you a story about <laughs> Sparkman. He might get mad at me. <laughs> I said Sparky. That's my dude. I don't even know if he knows. He. I call him Sparky. I said Sparky some defiant books Okay, and I sent them to his house, but the address, nobody knows where Sparky lives. Cause he lives that far out in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nobody knows where he lives. They sent it to his mama and daddy's house. And he was like, and I'm, I'm, I'm chatting with him. Like Sparky, tell me when you get the books. Like, I want to make sure they got there. I paid for like two day air. He's like, I didn't get them. He's like, Oh, they're at my mama's house. <laughs> and like I'm Google Earth and then like where's my man Sparkman live like Google Earth doesn't even have it. like Sparkman lives he's off the grid Sparkman may be Secret Ops he might be Black Ops (laughs) and I don't even know if Sparkman is his real name (laughs) so (laughs) he might be throwing American public off so God dog it Sparkman I hope you like them books (laughs) But he is the producer extraordinaire. Yeah, he is. Right, that's my dude. That's my dude. That's my dude. So, so, so we got we got Mike. We got Michael in Slack now, right? Uh,
0: Yeah. How can you have a comic book anything, and not have Mike Myers on?
1: Right, dude. That dude is awesome, man. I, I don't care. You know, I look at you guys like you and martin and paul and justin and jim but when you look at mike got dog oh
0: man he's the cream of the that crop dude. he's like the number one dude he's like the kingpin
1: but he's funny
0: though no well i didn't he's mean super like
1: super funny <laughs> yeah uh,
0: and and that's what that's what's so mesmerizing is just a passion when he talks about stuff right whether it's i mean i say good and bad but there's hardly anything that's usually bad that he doesn't like you know but like and that's why i love like when we had him him and daryl when we were on dc weekly reads and they were on rebirthically or whatever we put them all out that same episode Mm -hmm. you know it's between mike and daryl they're like legends
1: But it's weird in a sense, Ronnie, like, let's just take it like this. So me and you podcast and we kind of have a feel just from slacking, right? Yeah, right. That that we can just kind of relate. These guys, to me, come across like they are two 14-year-old boys (laughs) that met at a con, right? That met at a con Mm -hmm. in like nineteen eighty. And they went, and their mama dropped them off at the con every month or every two months at the local hotel, and they met each other to where they just vibe like they're geeky yeah. and they're knowledgeable, mm-hmm. and they and they've got their own lives to where it almost seems like they they're mature together,
2: yeah.
1: and they're funny as Keith is my dude funny. <laughs> I would tell you this if if I was Keith, I would lose my job. <laughs> Keith is funny as hell, as hell. But they all vibe together, yeah. Like yeah. they're and they, and they have their um, geekiness about them. Yep. Like they like movies, they like stupid stuff that the normal person wouldn't like about a certain panel about a comic book. They're like, oh, Wonder Woman said this, like ah, right. And then Daryl's like, yeah, and. They're like, oh, and he'll extrapolate it and keep it. Be like, I had a beer and beer and the beer. And when the Wonder Woman said, they all feed off, and it's just magic. It's so much magic. To get that for all these years and for them to want to do it for all these years, it's just amazing. Right? I mean, with all, you know, we all go through personal stuff to where it can drag on your life. For them to put it together, this, this much it shows their passion. Yep. I right. think that's to your point. Yeah. It's, it's their passion.
2: Yeah, it's passion,
1: and yeah, you have to. So for even Mike to jump on Slack the last two weeks and to just jump in and say, "Oh, this is." A childish conversation and the is and we didn't i didn't pick up on it i don't know if you picked <laughs> yeah. up on it. he was like this is aol four <laughs> yeah. points such uh, and such yeah. this this and this and i didn't pick up on it and then after a day or two i'm like why oh, he's making fun of us <laughs> but he's engrossed in it it's just so much of his passion yeah. and you have to for me personally i love it yeah. and for him to chat with us like that it's it's great
0: It's it's almost like when Dinesh pops in. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, it's just Mike, you know, we've talked forever or not forever, but, you know, we've talked a lot or whatever, but like Mm -hmm. he has that celeb like cred when he pops in and he's talking and then, you know, it's like, hey, hey, Mike, hey, Mike, hey, Mike. Like everybody wants to talk to him all at once, you know? Yeah. It's like, calm down. He's on dual dial up. He can't. Get it all at once, you know. Right, right, right.
1: <laughs> like Mike's on AOL. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but Mike is so giving of himself. Like, the thing with Dinesh, Dinesh comes in, I think he's so strategic. He's yeah. just like, ask me questions, I'll throw you off, mm-hmm. and I'll give you a nugget. And and Dinesh comes in to give you five nuggets. Mm-hmm. Like what with, with Justin and Jim and I talked about with the with the uh, Savage the one in 50 that's
0: a nugget yeah that's not a nugget like, that's a softball because <laughs> he was yeah, just <laughs> he's just lobbing it up there you know for that
1: yeah and then you get like sharks like just in the gym read between the lines that know the backstory and they're like get Britannia get this yeah I'm like okay but with Mike, you see his passion. It's like Mike is—I don't want to have him like the, the guy from The Simpsons, the comic book guy in The Simpsons. <laughs> that's like like a Rhodes Scholar with the ponytail, that like owns <laughs> shop. But because I think Mike has too much passion for that, I think it's selling him short to make him that kind of guy. But 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 Mike—he just like he lived The dude, like. He's been only been on Slack for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I just got up in the morning before I go to work out. And he's like sending links and he's yeah, chatting and right, sending yeah. pictures. He's like, I'm about to go out. I'm like,
2: who has that passion?
1: Right. Like, who has that? Like, Ronnie, you podcast like 90 different podcasts. <laughs> Dude, and Martin and everybody else podcast this. this, this but Mike is just like, I'm just eating. Living and breathing this. I don't understand how his wife does it because my wife tonight, it was her birthday. And if I say, it, babe, I got a podcast, she gave me the evil eye. It was like life will shut down if you don't. <laughs> Your life will tonight.
2: shut
1: down. Right, right. <laughs> but Mike would have. But Mike, I don't know his wife, but I assume his wife knows his passion. Yeah. You know, it's it's amazing in that sense. It's just. And I'm new to this whole world, so that's why I'm kinda like had to go lucky. But
0: it would have been awesome if he would've been able to make it to C two E two. Which he said that he he could have, but I I think he has a coding project that he has to get done that won't be done by C two E two, so But the dude
1: knows like three, four different coding languages. Uh, I think he could do it at C two E two. Probably probably but but what he says is like he's so i kind of picked up on it he's so like particular at work where he has to pay attention to every detail Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to where like his comic books are like his release right yeah he's kind of like he's he's an on or off kind of guy right like when i'm at work i'm on when i get off of work i'm off yeah yeah, which is crazy. I don't have it. Most of us don't have it like that. No. Like, you and me, it was no. just like, like you're a baseball coach, and, yeah. and you work in your IT sector, and it's just like, we kind of like even kill
2: throughout yeah. the day.
0: Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I don't even know I he knows that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. No. I, don't, I, mean. I don't know how he retains that much information either, you know what I'm saying? Like, between him, yeah. him and Daryl, they're like my Wikipedia you know what I'm saying? If if I if I have a question or mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. don't look it up. Just ask one of them too, you know, right. be like,
1: you know, Daryl retains it, but I think Daryl's gift is he is able to take uh, a flat concept, more so like what's written on words, mm-hmm. and bloom it in three dimensional. Yeah. From what I'm learning, what I'm learning from him in this short distance, like you could say. Like he said, like, oh, uh, I don't do couple's dance. I'll do burger time. And it would just blow up from that point. Mm. He'll say, whoa, well, he'll make a whole forest out of it. Like, <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. Did you,
1: you dig in your pocket. and you're Like, <laughs> how was your skates? You know, what was the texture of your coat? You know, what was your thought process? Yeah. And you're like, whoa, like, dude, I'm a science guy. I had a biology degree. I cannot think artistically (laughs) like that. My wife can. My wife is brilliant like that. I can't do that, dude. I'm a linear dude. Like, if you step off the roller skating rink to go play Burger (laughs) Time, that's what you did. I'm not thinking, like, what was your thought process? Was you roller derbying? Was you trying to holler at this girl? I can't do it, man. I just can't do it. I don't know what to do. That's a gift. That's a gift.
2: Yep. A gift. Yep.
1: Like, you're an IT guy, but I, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> them dudes are funny. Yeah. Those dudes are fun Yeah.
0: You know who else I like listening to is Nick. Nick's, like, podcast gold, too.
1: Nick is, like, a genius. Nick is, like, the dude who is, like, your chemistry teacher. Mm-hmm. That was cool. He was like, he wasn't your chemistry teacher. He was like the dude that was getting his PhD in chemistry that was like your lab TA. Uh-huh. To where it was like he was cool, but he was nerdy enough that you respected him. Yeah. Right. You know, it was like if in order for me to graduate, I gotta listen to Nick. Because Nick Nick knows enough. That he might not explain it to us the cool kid way but he ain't that nerdy like nick drop some old dirty bastard on you like yes he, <laughs> he got some street cred like i listen to him. but nick is so analytical it is amazing but you respect him that's what i that's what i liked about him because it all comes down to respect
2: right, right? yeah Yep.
1: Yeah. you know you can know everything you you got to know about coming books but if you don't have the respect and you're just that arrogant like Rob Lee felt, right?
0: <laughs> right. Well, well well that's the whole thing is like you see his drawings from the nineties, mm-hmm. from the two thousands, to the twenty tens, and then now it's the same shit. Same. Like, so he hasn't grown as an artist. Yeah, right. That's the whole thing. And like he's just an arrogant douchebag. You know what's
1: crazy? Like you, you watch his the uh, image, the image show
0: on uh, on Amazon. Yeah, Image it, Revolution
1: his, is that what it's called? His his passion though, his passion is, is 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 it gravitates people like you know. Yeah. But for him to be it to not capitalize on it to try to become a better artist is it takes away from me because I even almost have more respect for uh, McFarlane. McFarlane is in the sense to where he's like, he wants to be a perfectionist, but he almost has so much pride in himself that he's afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I'm not going to draw again because I'm afraid to fail. And I respect that more than Rob. Right. That you wouldn't succeed to the level that you would want to.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Because that's natural. Right. Then to you to take advantage of people who follow you. Right. Because the human condition...
0: Oh, this DC noise. Um, <laughs> human nature, baby. The human, the human nature. nature.
1: Because we can talk through human condition. Like, if you was an artist and I'm like, running, go to the heels and just do you. Right. Draw you. You know, put your art out. And it is what it is. And you could do that to where... The thing with McFarland is, he talks... And his
0: art is beautiful. His...
1: Spider man stuff
0: was beautiful. Yeah. There's Batman stuff too.
1: Beautiful. But he set the bar so high and he talked so much. It always comes back. (laughs) And my wife is very religious and I'm kind I'm sort of religious. Be humble. Yeah. Be humble. Be humble. Yeah. Because humility will set you in the future. So if you don't and I understand what McFarlane's is trying to come with his frustration with Marvel back in the day, and his passion on trying to trump them, but be humble.
2: Yeah, right.
1: Be humble to the process because then you can always be Todd McFarlane. Yeah, and he he made his money. He made his money in toys and stuff, but I I really think at night, at the end of the day, he's conflicted because he's an artist. At the end of the day, yeah, right. You know. He grew into be a businessman, but he's an artist. And I think he wants to be an artist. And he wants to be an artist to the point so much that he can't be an artist because he's afraid to fail. Yeah. And we see it with Louis Lewis, Lewis LaRosa, right? Yeah. He wants to draw so perfectly that he'll throw shit away. But Todd McFarlane boxed himself in a corner. In my opinion, and I don't even know him like that. He <laughs> talked to me on Twitter said, hey, man. Call me, you know, and he'd be justified. I'll I'll, I'll take the sword for it. But I think he's his own worst enemy when it comes to art. Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, from what I understand. And that's sad. That's sad because that's your passion. Like, like, you like being a baseball coach. You're a baseball coach because that's your passion. You don't get paid money, really, to do it. You do, but you don't. That's what you want to do. I mean... These guys are artists, and they get paid nothing, but this guy gets paid a mint. And we're, and what I heard different podcasts say, or different recordings are saying, he could draw stick figures and get paid $10,000 for yeah, it. Yeah,
0: right. Just because it has his name on it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yep. Pretty much. And with that long-ass name, you can uh, make a hell of a stick figure just out of his signature, right?
1: Well, he get us <laughs> old... He could get us old fogies, right? Yeah. Because that's all we know. We don't know these new jacks, right? We don't know these new jacks. We like, Ta, oh, oh, two hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. Hell yeah! Yeah. You know. You want we'll that twenties? <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the and that's where the money is. It's, it's the people that are established now. They're in their careers. It's not so much the young people. Um, young people. Push the demographics of their parents' wallet to where the people that are established push their own wallet, and uh, McFarland has it. He has it. Right. Um, and and I'm coming from a novice. Like I always come off as the rookie. <laughs> so um, McFarland is cool. Speaking of that, I get my XO 150. I think next
0: weekend. One oh, of One of 500. One of 500. Yeah. Yeah. Better bust out those gloves. I ain't testing that. <laughs> How are you gonna and, get out of
1: the box? Uh, nah, I'm sending to Justin. I'm gonna say, Justin, please handle with care. Get that degraded. And I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> Justin is my. I, you know, I say this, and we all love EW. Justin is the man. Jim is the man. <laughs> we had this on our last podcast, right? I love you, got love EW. got Justin and Jim is the man. Them, them suckers know what they do, and. um, and justin been busting his ass lately. That's the reason why we haven't been able to podcast. Um,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: All of our, our – with baseball season and what Jim's been doing and Justin has been doing for his job, you know, at the end of the day, I think people need to understand that uh, family comes first. Yeah. Really, it does. I mean, it's it's cool to have a podcast every week that we can listen to at work and or in the car or whatever but at the end of the day, your family comes first. Yeah. So, you know, we as a, as a group, we've really have kind of have taken a family perspective mm-hmm. since we're so new. And if we can't all three get together, we're not going to get together.
2: Right. Right.
1: And it, 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 it may not be what the world wants, not the world so much, but what people want. Cause we want something every week. Like I want, DCP every week. I want this. We get spoil, Right. Or, or you to Glee or Marvel, Marvel Ultimate. But um, we're just not going to do it, man. We did. Tonight, I begged them. Tonight, I begged them. It's my wife's birthday. I begged them. I said, record. Record. I'll show up late. And they were like, no. <laughs>
2: like,
1: That's why I called you. I'm like, I got to record. I gotta record. <laughs> we got to do something. The, it, you're right, right, right. It, mean, it means a lot to me. So on some emotional stuff. You know, it means it means a lot that uh, we we would only record with each other at this point. So it's cool. We'll we'll come out with a we'll probably come out with two issue two episodes real soon. That's cool. And something else after that because we're gonna do probably EXO, a lot of stuff we we found on eBay, uh, probably uh, secret weapons. Then we'll just jump into C2E2 and some stuff like that. So we'll have a lot coming for you. Cool. A lot.
0: A lot. Well, you want to wrap this one up, baby? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Where are you at? I am at, on the Twitter machine, of course. Yeah? Yeah. At RonBar316. Yeah. I can get some hate tweets or some, hey, I love you tweets or, hey, did you know tweets? Where are you? Are you all three doing the collect valiant
1: yeah we're all at collect valiant on the twitter machine so we all have at, all have access to it and we love it we love the uh gen x number eight cover oh the a cover oh i'm trying to get that art here <laughs> trying to get it. and i to. i want to tell people what the issues I'm gunning for, but I have to save that for the podcast. Yeah, you got to save oh, yes. that. Save it. But we're there, or we're at dot Oh. Um, yeah, com on Gmail. Uh, so, so hit us there. If you have questions, we love and we love to answer your questions, and we'll give you free stuff because we kind of found out really early that people will give us stuff to give out to you guys. There you go. We'll do it. Yeah. And Ronnie, what's up? We're C two E two. C two E two. Yep. C two E two. It's gonna be so we got to do about three podcasts, right?
0: We'll probably yeah, we'll probably do a lot. Yeah, it'll probably be a six hour recording. Noah and Martin.
1: Ah. Classic. (laughs) So I'm just going to come with a seatbelt and sit in a chair. Just sit in a chair. (laughs) Sit in a chair. Just like, whatever they say. Whatever Whatever bar we
0: we go to, we got to have a (laughs) a waitress or a waiter (laughs) keep coming. Right, right. Bring us water, right? Waters.
1: Waters. Big tall glasses of water. So water. Right. Yeah. Okay, well. Good night, man. I appreciate you podcasting with us. This is Open Bar. Open Bar. Podcast number two, right? Yeah. No bathrooms.
0: No bathrooms. No bathrooms tonight. All right. We'll do it again. All right, man. At C-
1: podcast three, C2E2.
0: Yeah. Maybe two and a half before we get there. I don't know. We'll have Let's to work it. it out. We'll play it by ear. Yeah. Year. Let's make it happen. All right.
1: Okay. Later, Take buddy. care, man. All right, man. Bye. Bye. Speak, Pippin', baby. That's right. Big pimpin', and Spend and Chee. Chee, 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 You know why love
2: them, hug them, love them, leave them. But I don't trust the them Take them out the hood. Keep looking good.